three, two, one. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me in this latest podcast. And in this episode, it's going to be part of the caregiver series. So I um been doing this pretty much ongoing as the, as for me to really um um hone this as a as a a focus series of my podcast. So and I know that last week I tried out something with another series as well. Um in regards to a possible career career change. So but the caregiver series is just way it just ranges from a different array of subjects that can be taken you know just as as a life lesson or just a teaching moment and maybe even related to those who are in in situations as I am as far as being a caregiver to a loved one or to a family member so uh today I want to touch about a subject um that I don't think I've covered I may talk about in segments in in spurts and whatnot uh that subject is that subject is of of loneliness you know so um I'm gonna try to uh convey this subject on on behalf of my father um how he goes through it and how he deals with it in a sense without just by observation just by second hand secondhand observation and and whatnot and just kind of taking in how he does it and I guess from a caregiver's perspective as well loneliness can creep in into those who are caring for 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 their loved ones as well so in in my father's case as far as loneliness he does express that he feels lonely um from time to time and so when he always try to other times he tried to compensate well, I'm comfortable at home I have my son with me um but I know that he misses being social in a sense he miss, misses people at being around him and so in I don't know if he's fully comprehending or has a grasp of reality that whether or not that he has an understanding or being cognizant enough that um, um, because of a sudden um, lifestyle change that it's just it it doesn't cultivate of a a way of living where it's very inviting for people to come in and so and it makes it hard for visitations and whatnot so even though on my part I try my best to uh, convey convey to people to relatives whoever may be old friends that I might come across um, in different functions different settings whatever it may be if they recognize me I I I, you know, it's just I give out an invitation to them and say, well, you may have time, even if it's just for five minutes. I think it would be good. It will be good for my dad just to see other faces and whatnot. And so, and, you know, up to this point, I mean, it's just, 
as as much I could be I would like to be optimistic about his um about those who he considers friends, those who have been in this life for a long period of time, even through passing, whatever it may be. I mean, it's just um, to this date, from when I started taking the reins of being a caregiver until now, and it's been about close to nine, ten years, there's only been a handful of visitations and and a, only a handful of people who actually follow up on that offer in the whole nine to ten years that I've been uh, caring for my father. you think it would be a lot more. you think people would go out of the way just to say hi or, or and whatnot. But unfortunately, in my dad's case, it's not. I mean, it's just not the case. And so, and for for me as a caregiver to see that it's it's disheartening at times, you know. So, and but at the same time, I just I can't fault anybody in that regard. Um, this this is that um. Just from secondhand observation, it's just it gets to a point where you know you might um, you you there's 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 always a chance that the the, the feelings that um, whatever if if it, how do I put this? This is like I guess the best way I could put this is that. Um, If you, as a caregiver, there's a certain amount of attachment that you have that's necessary because of the work you do, because of uh, the close proximity you are towards that to that person. So you take on their emotional tolls and and whatnot. So maybe even their mental tolls, you might absorb it. And so there's a part of me that might have absorbed some of that emotional toll and that mental toll as well. And from that emotional toll that there comes that loneliness as well. Sometimes I might feel it for myself. You know, so and you know, I think I didn't discuss this in past podcasts, but you know, it's just, it goes back to what kind of friend am I? You know, if you listen back to that episode, I kind of explained and maybe I don't detail as much, but I I guess kind of generalize where I was coming from in that aspect. You know, the sense of wanting to be around people just is very innate for humans. And when the, the feelings of loneliness creeps in, it can lead to other things, other things you, you, you question your self worth. You, you doubt yourself. You, you deem you deem yourselves as unworthy of having friendships in the first place, because of, of, of what 
feelings of loneliness can bring. And so, and... Uh, I guess, how do I combat this? Or, from my father's case, how does, how could I combat this on behalf of my father? Well, I don't know. It's not an easy answer. It's not, I'm not sure. This is because, I don't know whether there is a scenario where, for, if I take my dad out, and this is, I'm just, Talking hypothetically pre pre COVID, and I take my dad out and going out on the errand. Suddenly he runs into his old friend and whatnot, and they start talking and whatnot. You know, it's just like, um, and they're aware of the situation. You know, you have a person that's here that's living with a son, being taken care of with a son. You would think that would entice a person to want to follow up and check up on the person if they consider themselves as a friend. And so, but at the same time, we're not old anything, if you really think about it. People aren't old anything. We're not tied down to each other, if that makes sense. You know, so if, if, if and I, I think that's just for me speaking personally, and so that's kind of how I view things. I'm grateful to have my friends, but I don't. It's it's not their obligation to check up on me, to be honest. You know, could I be going through a dip? A moment of doubt and a moment moment of loneliness, where I could use the comfort of a person, sure, but I'm, and I guess it's all in the personality too, personality types, and my personality type is that I've I've always been used to being alone, and also and before I had friends, I was always by myself, being a latchkey child. My dad always being away because he had to work or whatever made to be a case. I was always by myself. And so I think there's a little sense. There's always been a comfort level of com- comfort for me as far as being being by myself, being comfortable with that. You know, I didn't have to be dependent on people's presence to feel comfortable and not be lonely. You know, so and... uh think my father's case is kind of the opposite you know it's just he's always been around people he grew up with siblings um he more than likely always enjoyed people's presence around and so i think for me i always try to do my due diligence in the sense to where i'm trying to i've always tried to encourage his friends to come because you know he and and his for his personality, he enjoys people's presence, you know. So, and I was the opposite. I'm the complete opposite. So, um, very short and sweet. You know, talking. 
as far as the subject of loneliness, it, it differs with everyone. So, but as a caregiver, you got to recognize the, the, um, I guess the signs. I don't want to say symptoms, but the signs, the, the telltale signs of people experiencing loneliness and what you can do on your part as a caregiver. And what I try to do on my part as well in that regard. Uh, so, and, yeah, and so it uses them. It doesn't hurt to go out of your way to to reach out to people that you might be familiar with, even. I mean, when I say familiar with, um, um, people you know of of your loved ones past or, or the person you take care of, if you know the people who are part of the past who are considered friends, it doesn't hurt to reach out to see how they're doing and see a. They could pay a visit to, um, you know, to the people that you're taking care of. You know, it always helps to lift up morale, lift up the spirits and whatnot. So it's just, uh, yeah, if you really read into what loneliness is, it's a, it's a gateway. If you really think about it, it's a gateway to um, to to a possible mental uh, down spiral. If you really think about it, so um, starts with loneliness, then it could uh, dwindle down to sadness, to depression, depression down to you never know. It could go further than that. So. As a caregiver, you you would try to find ways to alleviate that, if possible. And so, as far as my own personal loneliness, it doesn't really. I don't want to address it because I don't feel like I I feel lonely. If that makes sense, you know. So, and a lot of that has to do with my faith too. Um, I I communicate with God pretty often. You know, I, I get my thoughts out. I, I voice my thoughts out uh, uh, as a means to, to not only to hear them out out loud, but to sort them out to, to rationalize through things through my own pro- thought processes, and so it, I feel like that helps. And it's not a sense of loneliness; it's just a sense of uh, being aware. In that sense, and so and. And knowing me, I mean, that's just who I am as a person, you know. Um, I'm I'm heavily reliant on my faith, and and so um, the the feelings of loneliness are not very present in my life. Uh, if that makes sense, even though it's just, even though most of the time on a day to day basis, it's just I'm mainly at home. I'm I'm homebound, uh, just kind of looking after my father. And so you would think that for a person that would, um, that's a drastic lifestyle as far as, uh, um, not being as social and whatnot. So, but for me, it's just something I've been used to. And so, and so for for those who are out there who may be experiencing the same situation I am, um, 
I encourage you. I would, um, you know, just, uh, just kind of go out of your way, whatever you can to just, um, it, it doesn't hurt to, to reach out to, to your loved one's friends, um, to see if they know what, um, if they, if they're up to date of, 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 of the friend, you know, the person you take care of, you know, is, uh, and awesome, you know, offer options of visitations, maybe have them go over, maybe have, you know, you can arrange some things to where they can be in presence of people that they're familiar with, you know, it's just it's like, all it is for, for us as caregivers, is just, um, just have them be com- as comfortable as possible. Maybe that part of their comfortability is being around people. And so, yeah, just, I would encourage you all just to uh, seek out um, ways just to, to, to help uh, combat the, the, lo- the feelings of loneliness, not only for your, for your loved ones, but for yourselves as well. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't hurt to treat yourself in that sense. Yeah. You don't want to go down to the, under the mental downward spiral and you find yourselves helpless or incompetent and not able to do the job that that you're meant to do at this moment. So, yeah, it's, if you're a caregiver in that regard. So, yeah. So, that being said, uh, I'm just going to end it here. And as always, you've made it this far into the episode. I thank you. And hopefully you'll join me in next week's episode. All right. Thanks. Bye.